Welcome to the Focus on Greatness podcast. I am your host, Haim Roche. And on this platform, we are men helping men redefine greatness through service. And so today, as we've been doing throughout this month, is this month is the month of mothers, I would say, your Mother's Day month. And what I've been doing is having conversations with uh, women in my life that are impacting my life, and we're going to dive deep into these conversations and really get to be able to have a chance and opportunity to have a real conversation and learn the story of a mother. I believe that the um, I was raised by a mom, so I'm a, I'm a little bit of a mama's boy, and um, but I believe that the influence and the impact of a mom on their child's life is vitally important, and so. Uh, I want you to do me a favor before we dive into this conversation. Make sure that you share this with all of your family and your friends. If you have not already, make sure that you subscribe to the page. Um, subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube, if you're watching this on Facebook. Make sure that you subscribe and lock and follow so that you can constantly keep up with all the conversations and things that um, I'm bringing to this platform, as well as if this is your first time listening to me on podcast, make sure that you subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Google. It's a, it's a litany of different ones that you can be able to do and stay involved in these conversations. I remember when I was first looking at starting my podcast, one of the things that I was looking for was a cost efficient place that I can be able to do what I was dreaming and doing with Anchor. I found that I found a free platform that can be able to give me the tools to make sure that my podcast sound good from edits to music to different other things, variety of things that can be able to assist me to make sure that I had a professional sound podcast. But then also one of the things I found that I loved uh, when I started to use Anchor was they have various of different places that they are able to distribute my podcast from professional places like Spotify or Apple Podcasts and many, many more. Now, with this, the thing that I'm I love to do is because I might not do it in my house or I might need to do it in my car. So I'm able to use record on my cell phone. I'm able to record on my tablet or even my computer. So for you to be able to do this as the podcaster, you need to make sure that you download the app to your phone, to your tablet. You can do it on an Android or on an Apple product. But also, if you want to be able to access it on your computer, you have to go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, anchor is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Welcome to the team. Further ado. Um, let me introduce you to, I would say, the lady of the hour, my beautiful mother, um, my mom, Linda. How you doing, mom? Oh, I'm doing wonderful, son. Thanks I can't. I'm, I'm excited about uh, being able to get an opportunity to learn mm -hmm. um, a little bit about your story 
And I believe that you have a wonderful story. Um, I've been able to know you, man, what, since I was a, I was a child before, before, before I had the blessed honor of marrying your daughter. (laughs) Um, um, but I've known you literally almost all my life and, Mm -hmm. uh, you, you, you're a beautiful, beautiful lady inside and out. Um, I don't know anyone that uh, that don't like my mom. If they don't, they might be blind um, or cannot hear or they just out of this world crazy um, because you're the sweetest person that I know. And so um, I wanted to have an opportunity just to really, again, learn your story and learn about you. Okay. Um, so do me a favor. Let's start this conversation off. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about your history. Where were you born? Let's start there. Okay. I was born in Philadelphia. Um, in uh, Temple Hospital, that's where my mother had me at, mm-hmm. and so I was been in Philadelphia all my life until I moved here. Mm-hmm. This was the first place I've ever moved out of. When I moved out of Philadelphia, I came to Texas. Okay. And so Philadelphia, I never really liked Philadelphia. <laughs> I didn't realize how much I didn't like it until mm-hmm. I would visit other places. Oh, okay. Every place I would visit. Keep going. Yeah. Every place I would visit, mm-hmm. I wanted to live there because it seemed like it was way better than what I was living in Philadelphia. Mm. It seemed like everything was noisy, crowded, you know, just, I just didn't like it. Right, yeah. But I didn't know nothing else. Mm-hmm. And so when I would go visit sometime, or go in other cities and states, I was like, oh, yeah, this is it. I'm, I'm ready to move here. Everywhere but New York. Mm. New York was worse than Philadelphia. <laughs> I've seen so many people in New York. I was mm. glad to get back to Philadelphia. <laughs> so until I moved here, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, this is, the, this is home for me. Good. And I just would visit. I would come to visit mm-hmm. Bishop quite often, and then eventually, you know, we moved here. Yeah. Yeah. But me as a mother, uh, I'm, I'm looking back at it, it was rough. Mm-hmm. It was really a rough time behind the fact that I saw my mother in mm-hmm. rough spots mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. her marriage, you mm-hmm. know. And I got married. It was like I always was wanting, like I said, I didn't want to live in Philadelphia. And I mm-hmm. always wanted to do something other than what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So I ended up having a baby at Getting pregnant and being uh, having a baby at sixteen. Mm, okay. I was seventeen when I actually, I was sixteen when I had him, but I turned seventeen that year. Okay. And then my husband and I we married mm-hmm. after he found out I was pregnant. It was like, mm-hmm. boy, you better do something. <laughs> so we got married, and that was kind of like bad because we was pushed. We was too both too young. Yeah. He's two years older than me, and we were young, but mm-hmm. we got married. And we got married, and we moved into our own place. Mm, we okay. moved into our own place. James, my baby at the time, was a boy, James. Mm-hmm. And um, he must have was maybe about like seven months or eight months when we moved out of mm-hmm. my mother's house and moved into our own place. Okay. And so that worked out better because right. at, when we lived with my mom, we would try to put stuff in the refrigerator that would be just for us. Mm-hmm. And here come the rest of the family, Bishop, Vicky, and everybody else going in there and going into our stuff. Right. And my husband would say, who ate my stuff? Well, good God. <laughs> How do we know? Right. <laughs> it's too many people to question. <laughs> yes, ma'am. So we got our own place. It was much better. Mm. I moved into a place and we got our son with us. 
And so that was good. Mm -hmm. But it was like, when I got pregnant with my first son, my mother would be like, oh, no. And five more times after that, it was, oh, no, oh, no. It never was like, oh, I'm so glad. It was always, oh, no, not again. So uh, with James, it was good because Mm -hmm. we just had that one. Yeah. And then here come Reese. Two years later, we had a daughter. Mm -hmm. And then two years after that, another daughter. (laughs) So I could understand why my mother was saying, oh, no, oh, no. And then um, I waited a little while, and mm-hmm. then I had another daughter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then a, another son, and then another daughter. So six children in yeah. all. Mm. And I remember we had visit down here, and we, you know, we did the best we could. My husband and I had ended up separating. Mm-hmm. I think we might have separated when my son was about about. 14, 13, I think. We separated okay. for good. We was in and out, but we really separated when he was 14. But then um, we came out here. Now, I always did the best I knew how. Mm-hmm. I moved out of the house so young, had a baby so young, and was on my own so young. Right, right. And I felt like I did the best I could. I always kept my kids, you know, corralled. Mm-hmm. And Vicky and them would always send their children over mm-hmm. to me because mm-hmm. they said, where can she go? Right. She's not going nowhere because she got six kids. <laughs> so if y'all need a babysitter, I got one. <laughs> I got one for you. <laughs> and she would tell her kids, I'm going to Aunt, Aunt Linda's house. And right. they love to come over there. Mm-hmm. And I love to have them because, you know, I had these other kids. And right. might as well come on in. Come yeah. on in. Yeah. Know? So we would have good times like that. But we had came out here, and I think it was in 89, we came out to visit in Texas. Mm-hmm. First time ever. No, I had came before. Before anybody else came, I was the first one came. Mm-hmm. And when I came, I brought Jamila and I brought um, Juanita. And I think one, I know Jamila was just a baby. Mm-hmm. So I had Jamila in July, and we came like in um, January or February. Mm-hmm. Bishop had just started the church where he said to cross the street to McDonald's. Mm-hmm. So they was in that little church at right. the time. And I remember coming out here and it was just, oh my God. I was like, oh Lord, you know, this is nice. Mm-hmm. It's more quieter, mm-hmm. you know, it just was good living. Right. And where they lived, it wasn't such a big house or anything, but it was comfortable. Yeah. It was real comfortable. And I always remembered that time. Mm-hmm. I stayed about a month Mm -hmm. with Bishop and Pastor Val, and I loved it. It was just really good. Yeah. But I was going, I wasn't staying. I was just visiting. Yeah. And when I went back home, I always had that on my mind, how nice it was out in Texas. Mm -hmm. So eventually, I was able to do it. But this is what I was trying to get to. I had came back again just to visit again. But this time, it was way later. It might have been probably about... Six or seven years later, mm-hmm. we came for for um, they had a church anniversary, and a lot of family members came that particular time. Mm-hmm. We had a wonderful time, fellowshipping and all. And I remember Bishop was sitting around talking to us, and like Pastor Val said, we could tell them stories. Mm-hmm. And so Bishop was telling us a story about a time that him and um, they had a men's fellowship, mm-hmm. and they went up in the in the mountains somewhere or somewhere. And they was having such a good time. Mm-hmm. And they were sharing with one another. And at that time, 
one of the guys just really shared his heart. Mm -hmm. He said, you know, this is good for me to be here. He said, because it's so much I don't know as a man. Right. You know, I had a father, but he never really just taught me anything. Yeah. And being here with you guys is really good for me. Yeah. He said, and I wanted to share, he said, I don't know how to tie a tie. He said, I don't know how. He said, I would wear a tie around my neck to church mm -hmm. every Sunday. Mm -hmm. And I would go to one of the brothers and I'd say, oh, man, could you tie my tie? I forgot. I was rushing around. you know. Right. And he would always get somebody to tie his tie. Mm -hmm. So now I'm listening to this story. And all of a sudden, I'm about to cry now. I said, that's me. Mm -hmm. That was me with my children. I had six children, but I felt like I didn't know. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how to be a mother. Right. Not to say I didn't have a good one, mm -hmm. but me, I didn't know what I didn't know how to do it. Right. I was doing the best I could, and these kids is about ten, twelve. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. but I just felt like I didn't know anything. So out of the clear blue, listening to that brother's story, I started crying. Right. And so they was like, "Bishop, oh my God!" Mm. Said, "What's the matter, sis? What happened?" Right. I said, that story was me. Mm. And they was like, what story? They was like, what, what? Right. I said, about the brother with the tie. I said, I can identify to that. Here with my husband at the time, mm -hmm. not the children's natural father, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. the husband that I was with, and he was looking at me like, what? <laughs> <laughs> You're saying you don't know how to be? <laughs> and I said, really, I feel as though I don't. Yeah. I feel as though I'm not equipped. Mm -hmm. You know, I got the children. But I feel inadequate. I right. don't know what to do. He, I married him. He was strong. He would come in there and you know tell the kids different things that they, I should have taught them. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. he didn't want us. He didn't want them to walk around with no shoes. Mm -hmm. That was a definitely top thing. Right. Put them shoes on. Put them shoes on. Where the kids was used to just doing it. You know, right. walking with no shoes. Right. Go in the refrigerator when they go in the refrigerator. Don't you go in that refrigerator, he would tell them. <laughs> Don't go nowhere near it. Go wash your hands. Right. You know, before you touch that refrigerator, now wash your hands. Mm. And I would look at him like, is that right? You know, I didn't right. know. Because you know, <laughs> right. he was an right. older, older, older gentleman, very yeah. nice. Mm -hmm. Nice to me and nice to my kids. But he was really instructing them. Mm -hmm. Saturday morning, you're going to get up that bed and we're going to clean this house <laughs> on Saturday. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I thought I had to do the best I could to clean the house. You mean the kids can help? Right, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. So he came in with all these rules and regulations mm -hmm. and he got them in line. I right. mean, they was really snapping to it and doing yeah. what he told them to do and all of that. And so, and but what they would do is they would run to me mm -hmm. and say, Mom, Mr. Tim said, I ain't mean to say that. You're good. <laughs> You're good, Mom. Say, Mr. Tim said that we had to do this, that, and the other. Mm -hmm. I said, well, do this or that and the other. Right. They was like, well, Mom, you ain't, do we have to do it? <laughs> I said, yes, you have to do it, you know, because I seen this is working. They right. got them online, you know, getting mm -hmm. up early and doing what they're supposed to do. I said, thank you, God, for Mr. Tim. What do you want me to do? I said, oh, my God. So when we came back from that trip, Tim was with me, and Tim even said when we left, he said, I don't believe you said that 
I said, Tim, I was just being truthful. Right. I said, that was just a moment that I felt that was me. I, I could I really appreciate that story mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. I felt like all this long time, I'm here, I'm a mother, and yeah. I got my kids with me, got nieces and nephews coming over, but I felt inadequate. Yeah. I really felt inadequate. And so when we came home, I called a family meeting with mm -hmm. the children. I said, from now on, you don't have to ask me, Mom. Can we do? We should we do what he's saying? Right. Do what he's telling you to do. Yeah. I said from now, don't ask me anything. Mm -hmm. I said he is the man of this house. That's my husband. That's mm -hmm. your stepfather. Right. From right. here on out, you listen to him. Yeah. Anything that I would want them to do, I would say, Tim, I want them to do this, and he would orchestrate. Mm -hmm. Right. I wanted my mouth to be silent mm -hmm. because it was confusion. Right. Mom, Mr. Says, Mr. Tim said this, but Mom, you said this. Right. No, Mom ain't saying nothing. Mm. From now on, whatever Mr. Tim say, because I know he's not going to tell you nothing that's going to hurt you or right. harm you. Right, right. Do what he say. Don't even ask me because mm -hmm. I'm in agreement. Right. I'm in, and we held hands and we prayed. Mm -hmm. We prayed that we were all in agreement. This is who's running this house from here on out. Right. Mr. Tim got it in control. Mm -hmm. And it worked. It worked so beautiful. Mm. It worked so beautiful. To even to this day, some of the things that Tim taught them. And they would call him Mr. Tim. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he ain't mine. <laughs> right. Even though he's my husband. They said right. Tim Pop or whatever. They eventually started calling him Pop when they mm. got grown. But right. they would call him Mr. Tim and I. <laughs> Mr. Tim is the man. <laughs> So it worked. Right. Some of the things he taught them Saturday night, Saturday morning was cleaning day. Mm -hmm. Some of my children, they still do that to this day. Yeah, they do, do their children. You yeah, do it. Yeah, Y'all do, do it. it. So yeah. they do their children the same <laughs> way. So I thank God. I thank God for the travel yes. that I've been on. Mm -hmm. Because God took me that route where I met Mr. Tim. Yeah. And Mr. Tim taught me mm -hmm. more, mm -hmm. more so mm -hmm. how to really... Relax yeah. and know that it's going to be all right. Because I used to worry. I mm -hmm. used to worry so much about them. Yeah. Because it was like things I just didn't know. I dropped out of school when I was in 11th grade mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. have my son. Right. And then I never did go back to finish and mm -hmm. get, you know, get my diploma, anything. And it's just like I was just doing the best I could do. Yes, ma'am. And I thank God because he was with me even, I didn't even know it. Yeah. He was with me then because he kept it together. Mm -hmm. I didn't lose, I, I had all my, if you talk to my nieces and my nephews at that time, that Friday night to Saturday morning mm -hmm. was at my house. Right, right. We would buy food or we was getting food stamps and we would have loads of food. <laughs> Ice cream, goodies, you name Right. And they would come over, we would fix food, they would lay on the floor, all of them make pallets in the floor, spend the nights, spend mm -hmm. the weekend sometime. And just enjoy Aunt Linda's. Then yeah. they had their friends coming over, spend the weekend. <laughs> And they just made that out, and it was good because they never was in gangs. Mm -hmm. They never was hanging out on the corner or right, nothing. Right. We corral, we corralled them all together. Yeah. We had fun. We watched movies all night, mm -hmm. you know, and just mm -hmm. enjoy each other. Yeah. Now that I could do, I knew how to do that. Right. And that wasn't hard. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't mind having my nieces and nephews over. It gave them somewhere to go, mm -hmm. and it got them off them streets. Yeah. They never was in gangs and stuff. They never came up that way. Mm -hmm. And I thank God because for Aunt Linda, 
Aunt yeah. Linda corralled them. Mom corralled them. And yeah. they ain't had no problem because, like Vicky said, I couldn't go nowhere. <laughs> so if I'm going to be here, send them on. You know, send them on. So it ended up being a good, good thing. Yeah. And, it's, yeah. and it still is a good thing. Yes, you know, it still is a good thing. I yes, remember ma'am. those times. And my own mother, mm-hmm. the best mother in the world, the best mother in the world, but again, she had me young. Mm-hmm. And then she married my dad after I was born. She married my dad. And he was abusive. Mm-hmm. You know, I, we mm-hmm. didn't know at the time why or what for, but we found out later that he had a drug problem. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. probably why he would come home sometime and, and everything would be nice and quiet, going good. And then here he come. Right. And when he would come, I was the oldest, so I would listen to see what's the atmosphere going to be. Because right. I remember so many times mm-hmm. I had to get out the bed and run around my grandmothers who lived about three or four blocks from us mm-hmm. and bam on the door and say, he's beating her, he's beating her, he's beating wow. her. And one time I did it and they didn't answer the door and I went through the window. Mm-hmm. They had a porch and I went through the window and ran upstairs not knowing that I could scare her to death mm-hmm. or my grandfather to death. <laughs> and I ran up there, ran in their room and was, Grandma, Grandma, you know. Mm-hmm. And she was... Oh, she could have had a heart attack. <laughs> she said, "Oh, wake up, kitty! He's at it again! He's at it again!" And you know, this was this was my life. Right. I was scared to go to school. I didn't want to go to school. I didn't want to leave my mother because I felt like if I left her and it happened, she mm. don't have nobody to go. Because I was to go get the help. Right. I right. was the one that would run and get help every time. And I just I just didn't like school. Mm. And they would say, "Well, why you don't like school? All you gonna do is eat." Uh, take naps and eat snacks. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but I knew what I could miss yeah. if I go to school. Yeah. If I'm not there to help her, mm-hmm. and that was seem like that was my job. Right. I had to do this because if I don't, who's going to get some help for her? Yeah. You yeah. know. And so she would tell us time to time. We would mm-hmm. move every. We moved everywhere in Philadelphia that we could move, mm-hmm. and she was trying to get away from him. Mm-hmm. And he would meet us at my grandmother's. To me, he was a good dad, but right. a bad a bad husband. Right. I didn't right. like the way he did my mom. Mm. And none of us did, but they was little. You know, they didn't know what to do either. Mm-hmm. But we would meet him at my grandmother's house, and he would come. We would love to see him when he came. Mm-hmm. And she would always tell us, do not, whatever you do, do not give him our address, because every time we move, he would find out where we were. Wow. And we knew not to give him the address. Yeah. But yet, since I've been an adult, I thought look, thought about it. Mm-hmm. I said, how did he know? Right. We moved? <laughs> but you know what, how he knew? What? He probably would say, well, where y'all going to school at now? Mm-hmm. Where school y'all go to? We're not thinking that we tell him that. Right. He, gonna he, would, he <laughs> right. would come and probably stand outside somewhere when we come out of school. And when we walk home, he follow us. Right. Because we never would tell him. And she mm, would just mm, get mm, on mm. us so bad. Did y'all, I told y'all don't tell him. Because if he found out she was going with somebody else, or mm. even if he thought she was seeing somebody else, it was just a fight after fight. Wow. I mean, it was terrible. And I thought I would never want to get married. 
mm. would never want to get married because of the, what I saw right. her go through. Mm-hmm. And the best times we would have is when she was separated from him, mm. which wouldn't last because he would come and say, right. I'm going to do better or right. whatever he right. would tell right. her. And then they would get back and the same thing all over again. So, you know, mm. they ended up, you know, where they did um, divorce. I don't mm-hmm. know if they ever divorced or he, he passed away. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that was a chapter that was changed. Right, but, right. But a save, when my mother got her life together, when mm-hmm. she had got saved in Philadelphia, and then she moved out. When mm-hmm. I moved to stay here, she came a week after I did. Mm-hmm. Me, and, me and Tim came with the truck, mm-hmm. and we brought her, her belongings. Mm-hmm. And then she came later. We, took, we just took Jamal, one of my sons, when we came. We brought him. And the rest of the kids stayed back. Mm-hmm. Well, they were grown then. So right. we just had Jamal, Jamila, and Juanita mm-hmm. that was going to come out and stay with us because the other kids was grown. They didn't want to come. Right. And so my mother, she was going to come. And she brought uh, Karen's son, Jarrell, with her when mm-hmm. she came. Mm-hmm. So she came on the um, bus. And, and Reese and her husband did come with my mother on the, on the bus. They came on the bus. Mm-hmm. And so when she got here, oh, my God. That's just the best time. Oh, 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 mm-hmm. that was the best time in our life. Wow. And we was this. We would go to church with each other. And this, I told her, I said, Mom, this, you would love it here. You yeah. would love it here. She right. said, I believe I will. Mm-hmm. And when her mother passed away, that freed her up to come. Because mm-hmm. her and her mother was just two peas in the pie. Right. You couldn't separate them. <laughs> so when Grandma passed, then Mom came later on that year. But we were just the best of friends, Harry. Mm. My husband would say, good God, what are y'all talking about? We would go to church together, sit beside each other at church, kind of whispering at church with each other. <laughs> Come home, get on the phone, stay hours on the phone. Then I'd say, Mom, I'll be right over. This right. is getting too good. <laughs> go over her house and this, my husband would say, good God! <laughs> Right. So we was just mm. good friends. We were really mm. good friends. She was a good woman. Just a blessing, a blessing, mm. a blessing. And I was thinking about it coming, that when God took her home, brought her home, mm-hmm. I just thought I could die. I wanted wow. to die. I fell on the floor and I said, God, take me. Wow. Because I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not going to do anything. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to be nobody. Right. My mother, mm. my mother. And then we got to call home and tell my sisters that mom went in the hospital on a Friday, Sunday morning, gone. Wow. No no inkling that this is to death. Mm. Like nothing Mm-mm-mm. that's going to tell us that she's not going to come out. Right, you know? right. And so, oh, my God, Jesus. But God knows best because I thought, too, that was so selfish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was a selfish thought that I could just die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about my children? Right. Their mother going to be gone. Right. The same way you feel about your mother, they have feelings for their mother. Mm-hmm. So that's not fair, you right. know? I yeah. said, that was selfish. And I pray I never be that selfish again mm-hmm. because that was a selfish thing. Right. But God knows best. Yes, ma'am. Because I wouldn't have seen my grandchildren. Right. I wouldn't have been able to see my great grands. Yes, ma'am. And they are so precious. Yes, ma'am. They're so precious to us. So <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's my life as a mother, a grandmother. I'll tell you. 
the grandmothers, they just get the best. Yes, ma'am. The great grandmas <laughs> get the best because we didn't learn some things right. by the time we grandparents. <laughs> and our grandchildren, oh, such a delight. Yes, Each one. I know what one of my uh, sets of grandchildren, mm. my daughter Juanita, her two boys, I took the oldest one for his birthday to get something mm -hmm. for his birthday. I asked him what he wanted. He told us. But the little one went with us, too. Mm -hmm. And so he's looking to see. We couldn't find We went to different stores. And we couldn't find it. We mm -hmm. couldn't find it. So we're going to get this. Right. We got to order Amazon somewhere. We're going to get it. Don't worry. Yeah. And so he said, okay. But the little one is listening, looking, and I don't know this. Mm -hmm. So we finally bought him the gift. And the little one said, oh, my God, you are blessed. He told his brother, you are blessed. I turned to him and I said, he said, blessed. He said, oh, grandma, what you did? Oh, that was just the best. It was like I bought him a car. He, he was like, oh, my God. And I, and I never, this was last year. Mm -hmm. So now his birthday. Mm -hmm. I said, God, all I want to hear is, Grandma, you bought me this. <laughs> oh, God, I've been praying. I said, God, whenever we get him, I hope it's what he really, really wants. Because I want him to say, Oh, Grandma, you got me. <laughs> I'm blessed. Yes, ma'am. I want to hear him say, I'm yes. blessed. <laughs> so I thank God. I mm. thank God that he didn't listen to my foolish prayer. Mm. When my mother passed in 92, that he didn't hear what I said. He heard me, right. but he didn't do what yeah. I was asking him to do. Yes, ma'am. Because that's the type of God that he is. Yeah. He yeah. knows best. Yes, ma'am. Father yes, always knows best. Yes, he does. And if I had been in heaven and I could look down and see them grins, I'd say, well, what you do that for? <laughs> you know I didn't mean it? <laughs> not do that, yes, that I'm still able to see my grandchildren, my children, mm -hmm. and enjoy life. Yes, life is to be enjoyed, and when you know the Lord, mm -hmm. you can enjoy it. You yes, can enjoy it. You know, yeah. we miss each other when they go. Mm -hmm. You know, we miss each other, but we get through. Yes, it ain't like that's a dead end. Right. You know, we right. get through. Mm -hmm. And so I thank God that, you know, the help that he gave me as a young mother, mm -hmm. You know, that it was just the thing. It was just what I needed. Yes. I just want to say thank you, Mom, for uh, allowing me to be able to learn your story a little bit. Yes. And um, allowing also those that are watching, those that are listening, to be able to hear your story. Because I do believe that there are people that this story has impacted. There are people that learning and hearing what your story is yes. is going to be able to show them and help them in the areas that they're in. Yes. And so for you that are watching, you that are listening, um, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to take some time and I want you to set some time with your family. Just say, for example, you might not have children. Uh, you might be a, you know, a person that's, that's, that's living single or you might be married and y'all just don't have children, but you do have family. Yes. Set some time aside and just spend and love on your family. One of the things that I have been able to learn and to love mm -hmm. is the the strength of your family, yes. the, the 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 bond that your family has, mm -hmm. um, and the love that y'all have. And so, um, even just learning and listening to a lot of the things that you talked about today, 
I'm learning why we do mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. It has right. literally poured down from generation to generation. Yes. And um, it's things that we are going to make sure mm-hmm. that our boys are doing as they continue to push forward. Um, because it's things that is needed, mm-hmm. for, I believe, that makes our family the unique thing that it is. Yes. And so, uh, again, thank you, Mom, for oh. for having this conversation and being on today. Yes. Um, stepping out of your little bubble and, and kind of having this conversation uh, with <laughs> me. Um, so thank you for doing that. Thank you all for listening and being a part of this conversation. I want you to do me a favor. Share this with someone and uh, continue to be a part of these conversations because these are some real dialogues that I believe is going to impact and help somebody's life. So I love you all and we'll see you next time. Talk to you later and continue to be great. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I pray that this conversation was impactful to you in some form of way. What I want to make sure is that not only are you hearing and learning this information, but that you're taking the time to apply something, some nugget, some some piece that you took from this conversation that you can say, I can apply this for my life to be better. I want you to continue to be with me and make sure that you're with me every Monday at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. I love you all, and I'll talk to you next time, right here on the Focus on Greatness family. Bye-bye.